Welcome to House of David Ministries. I'm Pastor Eric Michael Teitelman. Join me as we learn about the rich heritage of our Christian faith. In each episode, we explore a unique topic that will deepen your knowledge of Christ and who we are as His people. In this episode, we will see how Jesus, Yeshua, and Israel are inseparably one. The term Holy One of Israel is used more than 30 times in the Bible, but the English translation does not accurately convey the genuine meaning as we will see in the Hebrew. In the English language, the words one and of are added to the translation HaKadosh Shel Yisrael, meaning the Holy One of Israel. But in Hebrew, on the other hand, we read Kadosh Yisrael, which means Holy Israel, and the difference is rather significant. The English language conveys a belonging to, but also a distinctively separate association. The Hebrew, however, communicates oneness. In other words, Holy Israel is another name given to our Lord. He is holy, and he is also Israel. The implication here is that Yeshua, who is the Word of God revealed in the flesh, is called Holy Israel, and therefore he and Israel are inseparably one. The sages affirm this by saying that God's kingship, his malchut, is also the congregation of Israel, his Knesset Yisrael. And they consider Israel to be an aspect of God, meaning that God, Israel, and his Torah, his written word, are all one. Now, that might sound blasphemous to some, but the evidence of this truth is found in Scripture. Yeshua made several profound statements about Israel when he declared. For example, in John chapter 15, he said, You are my friends. If you do whatever I command you, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I've called you friends, for all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. And he said in John chapter 10, Is it not written in your law, I said, you are gods? Regarding the divinity of Yeshua, we read in Philippians chapter 2, it says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. Here the writer is declaring that Yeshua is equal with God. And just before that, Yeshua was stating that we are his friends, sharing all the Father has shown him and inferring an equality with himself. Now, that blows my mind. To be clear, equality does not necessarily mean that he has given us authority that supersedes his. No, Yeshua is still the King of kings and Lord of lords. But he said he would share and delegate his power to those who are deemed worthy, those who are called his friends. We read in Revelation chapter 3, it says, To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. Friendship comes with certain privileges and a degree of equality. For example, Scripture tells us the husband is the head of his wife. But for us who have been married for some time, we also know that our wives are indeed equal partners. Otherwise, our marriage lacks the trust and intimacy required between a man and a woman. We read in Genesis chapter 2, and the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable, meaning equal to him. 
Abraham was called a friend of God, and the Lord spoke plainly to him. And the Lord also spoke face to face with Moses the same way a man speaks to his friend. But we also read in Amos chapter 3, it says, Surely the Lord God does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Israel was called God's servant, as it says in Isaiah chapter 41, But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. There is a distinction here that I believe can be explained this way. The promise given to Abraham was that he would become the father of many nations, including Israel, and through his seed would come the Messiah and Savior of the world. This promise would be fulfilled in Christ, whereby Israel and now also the Gentiles would receive the spirit of adoption and become sons of God, and therefore also friends of God. This, of course, would not happen until the Father sent forth his Son, and afterward his Holy Spirit, to gather the lost sheep of Israel. We read in Romans chapter 8, For you did not receive the spirit of bondage under the law, emphasis added, again to fear, but you received the Holy Spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. And now that same Spirit is also calling from amongst the Gentiles. As it says in Romans chapter 9, Even us whom he called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. I love the story in the book of Luke about Yeshua's devoted disciples. And before Jesus was to head up to Jerusalem for his final entry in crucifixion, he set his face towards the city sending his disciples before him to prepare the way. The disciples entered a Samaritan village, and the people there refused to receive them. Even after this, Samaritan woman at the well had joyfully shared her discovery of the Messiah with her friends and family. Two disciples, James and John, turned to Yeshua and said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them, just as Elijah did? And Yeshua lovingly rebuked them and said, You do not know what manner of spirit you are of, for the Son of Man did not come to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Now the fact that Yeshua did not deny their authority to call down fire from heaven affirmed the instrument of judgment was available to them. So the request was not wrong, it was simply the wrong time to request it. That time is coming, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it says, Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world will be judged by you, are you unworthy to judge the smallest matters? Do you not know that we shall judge the angels? How much more the things that pertain to this life? So now up to this point, we have mostly been talking about Israel. And you might be wondering, how does the church fit into this narrative? Well, very simply, the church is also one with Christ. Except this great ecclesia and great assembly now includes every tribe, tongue, people, and nation redeemed from the earth through the blood of Christ and grafted into Israel. So therefore Israel and the church are one in Christ and now also one with each other. Yeshua's famous prayer of unity in the book of John not only includes the Jewish people, but consists of every family of the Gentiles who have received him. It says in John 17, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son, that your Son also may glorify you, as you have given him the authority over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. Yeshua said, all flesh. 
as many as you have given into his hand. He was not just speaking about the Jewish people, but also those of the Gentile nations. And so it will be the church united with Israel, which Paul calls the Commonwealth of Israel, but is also the kingdom of God, Zion, and the holy abode of our Lord and Savior, that we will arise to execute God's righteous judgments over all those who reject him. As we read in Micah chapter four, it says, Arise, thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will make your horn iron and I will make your hooves bronze. You shall beat in pieces many peoples. In Revelation chapter 20, it says, And I saw thrones and they sat on them. The judgment was committed to them. And on the day of the Lord, when Jesus returns to the earth with his church, it says in Zechariah chapter 14, thus the Lord my God will come and all the saints with you. In Revelation chapter 19, it says in the armies in heaven, clothed in fine linen, white and clean, followed him on white horses. Amen. If you have enjoyed this teaching from House of David Ministries, make sure you subscribe to our channel and don't forget to visit our website where you can sign up for our monthly newsletter. We pray the Lord richly bless you and we look forward to having you join us again for our next episode.